This is the Old Trailblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Albert Pendarvis, the Old Trailblazer, riding out on old Dan. Come on, Dan, let's go. Let's get a getting. You and I are both kind of weary at this time. Much, much has happened since we, we last met with these folks, and we just we just kind of weary, folks. Old Dan and I, I had a man wrote me the other day and sent me $100 and said, get old Dan a new pair of shoes. They're probably worn out from trotting up down that uh, old creek back there somewhere in that old rocky road. But we, we're happy to be back with you folks. And we're bringing you this study on divine healing, true and false. And then we're looking specifically at this time in the use of medicine does not dishonor God and is not a sin. Could you, would you just let that soak in? The use of medicine does not dishonor God. It doesn't dishonor the Lord. And it's not a sin to use medicine, as some folks would have you believe. Oh, you never will get, you never will get well taking that old dope. Well, I'm my friend, listen, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a strong advocate of you making sure you don't get over medicated. Many of our poor family members and friends in those nursing homes, they get in there and they don't have uh, their all of their faculties with them, and they pour that medicine. That's a sad. That's a sin, my friend. But listen, medicine. The Lord gave us medicine. Many of you may not even know that uh, Luke was a doctor. He was a medical doctor. Did you know that? I didn't know that for a long, long time, but he was. He accompanied Apostle Paul on many of his journeys. But let's get back to our study. Uh, nowhere in God's Word has he taught us or commanded us to preach divine healing, but he did command us to preach repentance towards God and faith toward our Lord Jesus Christ. So we saw that in our last study. But to think that divine healing is in the atonement is foolish. It's foolish. It's the most misleading, most damning doctrine there is. And we find that divine healing is taught in God's word. We believe in divine healing. We pray for the sick here on a regular basis. I have folks from all over America call me and they say, Trailblazer, Pastor Pendarvis, I understand that you folks have a prayer group there, men and women that meet regularly and pray for folks. I said, yes, ma'am, and yes, sir, we sure do. And they said, would you, would you put me on your prayer list? Would you just put me on your prayer list? Oh, my friend, I remember one time years and years ago, I was at a service for somebody, some friend asked me to go, and the pastor called on one of the leading deacons in that church to close the, the service in prayer after the message, and he said, I beg to be excused. I beg to be excused. And he called on someone else. Now, he may have been sick. I don't want to say that. But my friend, the Bible says always be ready to give an account of the hope that we have within us. He could have said, well, you know, Pastor, let me just praise the Lord for a minute and went on. But that's beside the point. We here pray for the sick. You have sick folks that you'd like for us to pray for. You write us. Give us your their their name and and uh, tell us what their condition is and where they where they are in a hospital or the nursing home or the jail and they write here. I have prisoners write me from all over the world and they say, Pastor, the Lord saved me here in this old jail. Ain't that awful? Ain't that grace that I had to be in jail? And I praise the Lord for them. And that, you know what they do? Several have written me about that. You know the you know the uh, the the redeeming theme in that in those letters is that I'm in here because I, I, I committed a crime. I'm to blame. And I'm in here, but I have found grace in the sight of, the God, of God. And in that grace, 
Isn't that grace, my friend? You want to help with Bibles for the prisoners? You write me and let me know. You send me an uh, offering, $5 or 500 I had a man send me $500 a while back. We have a, a jail ministry. We'll, we send Bible, good King James Bible. Chaplains write me and say, Pastor, can you help me out? We have prisoners that want Bibles. Some want Spanish or bilingual Bibles. And we do that as according to the money. We send. I had a man from Kenya, uh, Nigeria was, wrote me last week, wanted 90 Bibles. He'd had a, a Bible conference there, and he said he had 90 men who came forward and wanted a Bible. And we're sending them to him as the Lord sends the money. But listen, we pray for the sick, and we found out also that salvation and divine healing are not mixed. You can't mix them up. When you confuse the two, you mislead lost souls and then damn them to hell. Just like I mentioned to you many times, I've seen these long uh, trailers go through here, 18-wheeler with a trailer behind it with a big sign on the side, uh, Divine Healing Ministry, be in such and such a town for two nights and in such and such a town the next night. My friend, they, they, they so-called evangelists and their main theme is divine healing? No. Listen. When you confuse those two, you mislead souls and damn them to hell. Nowhere in any of Paul's writing do we find that he ever mentioned divine healing in connection with salvation. You won't find it. I challenge you, you can't find it. No, this is one of Satan's most clever tricks of the present day is to keep souls from being saved. That is, mixing divine healing, so-called, and sal- with salvation and calling it. Now, you get this. You've seen this, and I know you have, calling it deliverance. Deliverance from what? Deliverance into hell. Oh, my friend, this is all because folks don't take time to read and study God's Word and find out what it teaches. The only thing I ask you to do is to take God's Word and read it and ask the Lord to guide you into it and to open your heart to understand it and not get mad with the old trailblazer because he bringing you sometimes touches a sore spot in your life. I know this is not popular. I know that the world is going to hell in a handbasket. I know those things, and I know that our religious world has gone so far astray on many doctrines, on the doctrine of free will, free willism, easy believingism, all of those things, and. Uh, uh, this individual who wrote me, I mentioned in our last study, six pages, legal pages of refuting everything I say. And then they went on to say, there's no such a thing as the eternal security of the believer. That when a person is not saved eternally when they're saved. Now, my friend, it don't take a very smart fella to find out if you just study God's word. Oh, but listen, our subject today, and I know I get off of our subject sometime, but I'm bringing you what the Lord wants me to say. The old trailblazer, just a poor old ignoramus that the Lord saved, just an old country boy. Lord picked up and uh, off the dunghill of the world and saved me. Showed me, showed me what was in my heart. Showed me what a creature I was. Showed not a preacher, but a creature. Showed me that I was uh, had no goodness at all, no righteousness, and that I was my righteousness was only filthy rags. So. We're going to talk about today that the use of medicine does not dishonor God and is not a sin. I want you to get that, would you? Now, if you ever listen, I want you to listen. I wish you'd lay down your pots and pans and lay down your prejudice and your criticism and everything and listen to God's word. Oh, my friend, listen, listen. I've read, I've read a little booklet here, a pamphlet that fell into my hand, 
and it was called How to Receive Perfect Healing. Now, you may know, you may be familiar with it. I'm not sure who the author was. Of course, listen, we found there, of course it must be understood that every drug, medicine, and human means, however, being thoroughly unscriptural, are to be laid aside. Now, I want to rewrite, I want to reread that. This is a quote from this little book, How to Receive a Perfect Healing. Listen, we found this statement. Of course, a quote, it, of course, it must be understood that every drug, every medicine, and every human means, however simple, being thoroughly unscriptural, must be laid aside. Now, my friend, that fellow's not far out of hell, is he, if the Lord never grants him repentance. He went on to say over and over again, to receive perfect healing, you have to lay aside all drugs, all medicine, and human means. And he branded the use of drugs and medicine and some uh, human means as unscriptural and as sin. Oh, but listen, listen, this, this caused me to look again, to study more thoroughly divine healing, to find out what God's Word says. Also, also, with the many folks that I've come into, I've met individuals who tell me or have told me that they do not believe in doctors and never use medicine, but they always rely upon faith and prayer for their healing. Saying it's unscriptural to call a doctor or to use drugs and medicine or any human means. All of this, my friend, makes you hunt and scratch and search to see what the Bible says. Let's look at the Word of God. First, look at what our Lord says about sickness and medicine. In Mark 2.17... Matthew 9:12, Luke 5:31, we find such words as these spoken by our Lord. They that are whole need no physician, have no need of a physician, but they that are sick. These are the words of our blessed Lord. He didn't condemn the calling of a physician when the body was sick. Why should he have used such an illustration if it was unscriptural to have a physician? Then again, if you'll turn to the 10th chapter of Luke, to the story of the Good Samaritan, you'll find these words spoken by our blessed Lord. And when he saw him, he had compassion on him and went to him and bound up his wounds, pouring in oil and wine. We find here that human means were used and material remedies were used, drugs and medicine, for wine was used then for cleansing and oil for healing. And the Lord goes on to say, and set him on his own beast, and brought him to an end, and took care of him. We find here that our Lord put his stamp of approval upon human means, on material drugs and medicine, that is, oil and wine, which were used for healing. And the basis of practically all of our medicine today is alcohol. Know that we would let the Bible speak for itself, and not close our eyes, to its teaching. Now, I found one other thing that's almost as terrible as this, and that is some of our folks have gone to seed on uh, herbs and vitamins, and they advise folks to get off their medicine, and they got cancer of the colon, and this guy tells them to get off those things that they're taking and go to this and that and the other. And my, and my friend, that's not only a, crime, a sin, but it's a crime. It's a crime. To, it's just like murdering somebody if they get off. And I have folks who they have so much confidence in those for individuals that they'll do whatever they say. And that's one of the things that happens in this faith healing movement, divine healing movement, is those people, those pastors and those evangelists so-called are so entrenched. The people love them. The people love them because of the charismatic nature of their mission, of their ministry. 
and they'll do anything they say. They'll do anything they say as well as the medicine. Take, quit taking their medicine and all of those things, and then they'll also send that money. Oh, my friend, they'll send the money. That's, it's a twofold thing, money, money, money. And I tell you, my friend, ask the Lord to give you, give you wisdom and knowledge how to go forth day by day. And, and ask the Lord to, to show you, show you the truth, my friend. It's so, and, and I know that a lot of folks are preyed upon by these people who are not aware of all of those things. And yet I know people who are well-educated are following that road down the primrose path when they tell them to get off of their medicine and start taking this, this uh, seaweed or some kind of something that they put out there. But, oh, my friend, that's another subject for another day. But divine healing, my friend, divine healing, that's what we're speaking of, and it's not in the atonement, and we're going to get back into that in our next study. But I wish you would write the old trailblazer. Help me with the broadcast if you can. We're going on some new stations now, and we're asking, would you, would you pray about that? Are you afraid to pray? Or would you pray, Lord, if you want me to help the old trailblazer, would you let me know? The Lord will let you know. If you don't, if you can't send a nickel, it don't matter to me. I always appreciate what folks do, and we have lots of good givers, my friend, and Satan always tries to intimidate. Well, you're going to run off the good givers. Well, my friend, it hadn't happened. So I asked you to write me. My mailing address is the Old Trailblazer, Post Office Box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785, and my website, radiomissions.org. Until next time, goodbye, and may God bless you. 